funky. What's up, guys? Sparky Snacks, and you're listening to the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast. We'll be talking all things sports, your favorite players, your favorite plays, and controversy. Yes, I said it, controversy. The Packers, Seahawks, Phil Mary, LeBron's legacy, the greatest coaches of all time. We'll be talking about all that. Let's go. What's up, guys and girls? This is the Whatever You Want to Call a Podcast with your host, with the most, me, Marquise Nash. In today's episode, I'll give you an inside view and some funny stories of how I fell in love with this thing called sports. So let's get into some entanglements. And I'm just playing. Shout out to Will and Jada. Hopefully y'all figure out what y'all need to figure out. So let's get right into it, ladies and gentlemen. So basically, how I fell in love with sports was from several things. But I'm just going to tell you a few things today. So the first thing was influence. And when I mean by influence, I mean by cousins, brothers, sisters, pretty much everybody that was older than me, but that's no hit or there. But for me, the first sport I even touched or had a feeling for was basketball. And how I got a feeling for it, it wasn't even from me playing basketball or me trying for a basketball team. It was from this game that we played when we were little called Cans. And Cans, you might think, oh, well, that's how can you learn a lesson a, a game called Cans. And for me, it was because when me and my sisters played it, we all were terrible. So it really wasn't an advantage for like anybody. Of course, as I got older and I played it more, I was the better player. I don't care what nobody say. I was the better kid, Cans player. I mean, now I'm probably not compared against the, all these NBA players. They probably would beat me easily. But I'm not going to say that. I'm just going to say I'm better than anybody at Cans. You can bet money on it. I can bet money on it. Whatever. We can play this now. But I'm not just playing. No, I'm just playing. But for me, that was just the moment where I fell in love with that sport first. And for me, that was the tipping of the iceberg of the sport that I wanted to play. But it really wasn't at the same time because the first sport I really wanted to play was football. But I'll tell you that later in the podcast of why I fell in love with it football but for basketball first time the second time actually I touched it or I had a feeling for it was sixth grade and I'm gonna fast forward to always sixth grade because I mean it really wasn't nothing after like I first touched it that was it really wasn't nothing after that that I wanted to do with basketball other than watch it and my favorite player favorite player was Michael Red and my favorite team was of course the Milwaukee Bucks but we're going to talk about the Milwaukee Bucks later in the episodes and later in the season of my podcast. And we're going to talk about all that, that good stuff. So for me, Milwaukee Bucks was a team that, of course, it was my home team. It was the team that like, I just had a loving for because I liked the color, the little purple and white. It just went so perfect with my vibe at the time, if I did have a vibe at six years old, but I mean, that's never it or there. So in sixth grade was like that pivotal moment in my life that changed my life forever. And that was when I first tried out for the basketball team and I failed horribly. I mean, horribly. I was really terrible. That's because I didn't, I didn't really practice. I didn't have any coaches like most kids have nowadays that teach them how to play basketball or whatever, or teach them the fundamentals. So I ended up trying out because I thought, okay, I'm going to get on the basketball team because of my heart. I'm a hard worker. 
I'm a, like a sponge, so I can get a lot of teaching. If you give me some time, I'll be the greatest basketball player on your team ever. But that didn't go that way. <laughs> so seventh grade came, and I did it again. So I tried out for the basketball team again, but I got even better with my skills. I got a little honed in on certain skills or certain weaknesses that I had. And I'm like, okay, I should be better. I should get on the team now. Again, I didn't make it. So I kind of shed a little bit of the tear. But then at the same time, I kind of went and got over it. And once I got over it, I was like, okay, on to the next sport. So this next sport I played was football. But football was a little different. And the football hit me harder because I felt like I had the skill of a football player because I had big shoulders. I was 110, probably middle school. But for me, that was like, I was like big shoulders, big neck, big calves. So I'm like, okay, I'm like, it's in my DNA to play football. But the guy said, like, no, not yet, not yet, not, you're not ready. So for me, that was that pivotal moment in my life. And I tried out for the football team my sixth grade year, didn't make it, failed horribly. Seventh grade, I got a little better, but failed horribly again. But eighth grade was different. Eighth grade was a little different because eighth grade, I nearly made it. I was on the last cuts. It was me and this white boy. And shout out to that white boy. I don't know where you at in life, but you're doing good right now. But again, it was me and this white boy. And it came out of the last cuts. I'm like, man, I could make it. And you know, uh, for us black people sometimes, we look at things and be like, okay, I'm better than this guy. I'm looking at him. I'm like, I'm better than this guy. I mean, he's not that good. He's skinny, but he was skinnier than me. And I'm like, oh, I should be, be, I should beat him. I mean, I'm better than him. He's not even doing nothing. And I'm like, I'm way better than him. I'm, I look at my body. I'm like, look at me. Like, I should make the team. I'm, look at, just look at me. And they said, yeah, they didn't look at me. And they was like, yeah, you didn't make it. So as I, as I went to the car and as I got closer and closer, to my mom's minivan after practice. I'm like, I got really emotional. I'm like, oh, oh. I, I, as I got to the car, I got more emotional, more and more emotional. So as I got into the car, that's when I just let it go. And I was like, oh. my mom was like, what happened, baby? What happened? I'm like, mama, mama, I didn't make it. I didn't make it. And my mom was like, baby, baby, knowing my mom, she was like, baby, baby, you make, you make it. And I'm like, mama, okay, I will. And my dad, was I mean he was supportive, but he was like, Man, suck it up, man. Like he was like, Suck it up. Like, you can do it, it's gonna be better. Like he was just my dad was just the coolest though. But he was just like he was kinda like the calm guy, was like, okay, just calm down, calm down. It's all right. You'll make it later in life. So I mean, as they predicted, I did make it later in life. And that was ninth grade. And ninth grade year, of course, was another pivotal moment in my career and how I fell in love with this thing called sports. So actually, ninth grade, I actually didn't play any sports. I played my first sport in high school was like in 10th grade. So I played up, playing a plane, of course, football. So when I played football, that was like awesome. So I didn't go right into football because my mom didn't believe. She didn't, it wasn't that she didn't believe in me, but she said like education is first. And I believe that education is first. And that's why it's called student athlete. But my mom, she was like, I don't believe that you can do both, but my shout out to Eugene. It was a cafeteria man that was cooking for us at our high school 
And my, he influenced my mom to say, okay, let him play sports. And shout out to you, Eugene, because you were the reason why I played sports. You wasn't the reason, but you was the beginning stages of me playing sports. So shout out to you, man, whatever you are. Actually, he cooks them really good. He cooks really, really good. But that was, that's a side. I'm sidetracking. But <laughs> so I'm sidetracking right now. I'm really hungry right now. But so when my mom finally let me play sports, uh, that was just awesome because she was just the awesomest. Since she did let me play it, I was I started smiling ear from ear when she told me she finally told me, okay, you can play sports. So I ended up playing football for half of the season of football for that first year. The second year, I ended up playing playing football that year too. But in that in that tenth grade year, I ended up wrestling too because I only played half of the season of the football season. So I my my coach was like, okay, the only way you're going to get better at your tackling form is wrestling. So I'm like, all right, mom, can I wrestle? And my mom was like, okay, you can wrestle. So my mom went down the stairs of the basement of our high school and was like, okay. She went to my wrestling coach and was like, okay, so he wants to play wrestling or he wants to wrestle. And I was like, all right, let's do this. So I wrestled for probably half of the season because my, I started late again. So the next year in in 11th grade, my mom was like, all right, so you can play sports again. So that year was actually my best year and was my most fun year because I got the full effect of football because then I got to hone my game a little bit. I got to see everything. I got to go to different places in Wisconsin, out of Wisconsin, because when you're playing football, you're pretty much going from state to state and whatever. Not just state to state, but you're going from places that you're out of your county and whatever. So football really gave me that experience. And then it also gave me friendships that I have now and I always will have because those friendships are something that you will never forget because friendships are just stuff that brings the joy out of you. And when you build friendships with these people, you get similarities and you find other similarities other than sports. So just in case you you guys fall out, you could always bring back these similarities like, oh, remember that time in high school when we played sports or whatever. So that kind of is a moment in my life where I built friendships. And also, I actually did play another sport in high school, and that was baseball. And baseball was a sport that I actually supposedly wasn't supposed to play because, again, my mom felt like my grades wasn't that good. But I felt like, oh, no, I can do it. So it was in high school, my 12th grade year, and my my mom said I had to go to tutoring class in math. So I'm like, okay, I'm going to tutoring class in math. And my one of my friends in my math class was like, okay, I'm going to go to uh, baseball practice. And he told my teacher, Miss Morgan, and I'm like, I want to play baseball. And my mom, my, my teacher, Miss Morgan, was like, she looked at me in a weird look. She's like, you know, your mom said you couldn't play baseball. I'm looking like. Uh, she don't know. She don't got to know. So she looked at me like, all right, do it again. All right, go and get in trouble. And I did get in trouble. But how I got in trouble was so stupid because my friend would have, I would have never got caught if it wasn't for my friend. I blame him for everything now. I said, I blame you for the reason why my mom, I got caught by my mom. So my mom would have never knew because the thing about baseball was our practices were after school. So and it would end around like six or seven. And that's usually when around where my tutor went in. 
So my mom would have never knew about that. My baseball games was even better because we would get to our baseball games around like three o'clock, but we would leave the school around two fifty. But our school ended at three twenty-five, and our baseball games would end at like six or seven. So it was perfect timing for like for me going home. So my mom would have never knew, and she would have probably eventually figured it out when she looked in the high school yearbook and saw me in a baseball uniform and like, okay, why are you playing baseball for a uniform? You didn't play baseball, and then I'm gonna have to tell her. But how my mom found out was my friend's stupid self. So usually I know baseball players, we play these games or we play these drills in practice, and it's it's called the ground ball drill. So the ground ball drill is basically you go for a ground ball. So I'm trying to go for a ground ball like anybody else, and my stupid teammate rolled the ball super hard to make, a, make it seem like it's a ground ball. And let alone, I, we didn't know that it was like a little lump in our gym where it was like a hill kind of. So my friend rolled it to me. So I supposed to roll it back. I supposed to, he, was supposed to, he was supposed to roll it to me. I grab it like a round ball and throw it back to him. He rolled it super freaking hard. And as he rolled it, I clenched up because I didn't want to get hit in my face. And I, I felt getting hit in my face with a football and a basketball. And I know for a fact. A ninety more hour, ninety per hour per hour baseball is gonna hurt like heck. So I'm like, all right, I clenched up really, really hard, and I clenched and I bit my tongue, and then I bit my lip, and it immediately started bleeding. And I looked at my, I looked and I was ground. I'm like, what is this blood coming from? I'm like my nose is bleeding. And I'm like, no, that's not my nose. And then I look and it's my lip. So then I had to call my mom and I tell her, okay, mom, okay, my lip is bleeding. She's like, so why your lip bleeding? I'm like, I play baseball. My mom looking like, so why did you play baseball? I'm like, and my mom actually initially didn't say nothing in the car. She just got home and then she kind of like, it dawned on her. She was like, so you wouldn't be supposed to play baseball in the first place. So instead of whooping me and giving me a punishment or whatever, she was like, your punishment is you're going to have to go to school like that. So I ended up going to school with a busted lip a little bit. And, of course, I put, like, peroxide and Vaseline on it. And, I mean, it kind of healed a little bit when I went to school, but it was still bad. So I ended up going to the nurse office and, like, kind of getting, like, a Band-Aid or whatever. But it didn't really work. So I ended up going to school. I got teased a little bit. But it really wasn't that bad because people knew why why was it like that. And they looked at it and they're like, why was it like that? And I told them, like, because my stupid teammate, and they knew it. They was like, okay, he always does that to people. I'm like, okay, so why didn't nobody tell me that? So my lip eventually healed, of course, and then I finished the season. But and in the season, I used to wear this white little tape thing on my lip, where my sore was. And if you actually look at my yearbook, I actually have a yearbook, and in the yearbook it shows me with that little white tape thing on my lip to cover it up. In one of my baseball games, I had it, and I mean that was like that moment in my life was crazy, <laughs> and like all this stuff I'm telling you was funny. But it had lessons and just lessons about education, the ups and downs and everything. Now, if you like listening to the whatever you want to call a podcast, in order to do that, in order to listen, you go to Spotify and look up whatever you want to call a podcast. And once you do that, you can start listening. And if you don't got Spotify and you just like, oh, I just don't have it because I don't like Spotify like that, which I'm a person like that, too. Go to Apple. And once you go to Apple and you can type in whatever you want to call a podcast, and then you start listening there. 
And if you're not a person that you don't got Apple or you don't like Apple, you can go to Stitcher. And once you go to Stitcher, look up the whatever you want to call a podcast and you start listening. See you next episode, guys, when I'll be talking about LeBron's legacy and Greg Popovich's legacy and some of the greatest coaches of all time. See you next episode, ladies and gentlemen. Peace.